Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 200, The Long, Long Trail. On this episode, we look back at five years of podcasting with Trust the Trail. We share some behind the scenes, never before told stories, as well as some of the highlighted successes and failures for many of our trips. Then we turn the tables back to you, whom inspired us in ways that could never have been imagined, directly fueling keeping this podcast going. As we hike down the trail to memory lane, join us in celebrating 200 episodes of Trust the Trail podcast. Get talking about this topic, join in on the discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Trust the Trail podcast and start the conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our community. We want to hear from you. Yeah. um, And if you're getting ready to go on a backpacking trip or you're ready for a long through hike in the spring, you want to go and connect with Aaron Owens Mayhew of Backcountry Foodie. Backcountry Foodie is well known in the industry for putting meal plans together for specifically for your needs and your next backpacking adventure. Everybody's different, right? She's a registered dietitian and an avid backpacker herself. Both Aaron and Trust the Trail podcast understand nutrition is important on the trail. If you want to do a through hike anyway, or if you just want to be, if you just, if you want to eat healthy on the trail, backcountryfoodie.com, you can use the promo code trust the trail and get 20% off their membership services Backcountry Foodie also offers our listeners who go on trips with us specific one-on-one meal planning as part of our adventure backpacking trips. If you want to go to the website, just go to www.backcountryfoodie.com, sign up, and get your 20% off today. So 200 episodes. Can you believe we did it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow is all I can say. I I never conceptualized I, I never conceptualized 10 episodes, much less 200 episodes when we first started this. It was never it was an on the whim kind of let's see what happens here. It was more Scott saying, let's do this. I said, okay. <laughs> and it was never intended to be what it became. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because in the beginning, um, we were terrible and we had like this buzzing sound in the first five episodes. Couldn't figure out what that buzzing sound was. We went through mics, had no idea. I had to learn how to, uh, you know, use, uh, uh, editing software. And it, it was like, we never thought we would make over 10 episodes. In fact, the truth is, um, we stopped like, like really in the beginning, um, we didn't right, pod- away. right away. We're like, okay, we're, 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 we know we're, we're, we're this, terrible. At this. We're terrible at this. Um, it wasn't until we got some viewer emails saying, Hey, what's up, man? Are you going to, you know, you're going to keep doing this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the next episode? Are people listening to this thing? <laughs> so I even look at stats for the first, like I don't know, six months of, of doing it. And, um, and for those who, um, uh, you know, have been new to our podcast and, and, you know, the podcast kind of lives forever in digital media now. And so, you know, we take a lot of new subscribers, um, you know, that are just now starting to listen to uh, our episodes. You know, Trust the Trail was formed many years ago when I was teaching backpacking um, in Chicago. And, um eventually moved to Atlanta, but trust the trail came from when people would panic on the trail or they would have gear failures or they weren't sure. And we started coming up with just, just trust the trail. It's going to provide everything you need. And that's really where trust the trail came from. Um, and I've been using it for a long time and we've incorporated it in all of our trips. So it made sense when we started the podcast, trust the trail. And uh, it's it's gone on from there. So uh, we've had a lot of fun. It's been a blast um, going uh, and doing this. Um, and we've got some we've got some hard data to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard data is actually a really good 
Uh, that's that's really good. That's factual. <laughs> so I think I, I think the first thing we want to share with you guys um, is the the prep for the show and the a become, little behind the scenes, a little behind the scenes reality prep, <laughs> prep for the show. So one of the things that um, I go through every episode is Ariane's attempt to get ready for the show. Now, believe it or not, um, she does have a uniform (laughs) (laughs) that she wears each episode. (laughs) It's not a pretty uniform, (laughs) but... This is why we don't pair (laughs) with video. (laughs) Yeah, this is why we don't do a lot of video. But um, Ariane, so let me, I'm going to, I'm going to imitate Ariane. Um, This happens for 60 seconds before we start recording all 200 episodes. Here's Ariane. Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, let me get... I'm breathing heavy. I need a drink. Hold on for a minute. Are we recording? Wait, hold on. Okay, let me take a few deep breaths. Gosh, it's so true though. I I will do almost anything. Anything. And I get creative, you guys. I will do anything to delay pressing start on the record button. And I don't I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. So I have I have some anxiety about recorded video visually uh verbally <laughs> whatever it is i don't know how i've lasted 200 episodes uh with the level of anxiety i have so i can throw on a backpack all day it doesn't it doesn't even phase me i just get out and i go i i don't even think about it and i just go but when we sit down to record like a 45 minute episode i mean i go into like I go into a different mental state of mind where I have to prepare myself. I'll, I'll do anything to delay it. Today, uh, today it was uh, trying to get the positioning of my seat right. <laughs> it's never going to be right. I just have to go with it. Me, it's like, I don't care. I'm like, she goes, should we plan? I'm like, I don't know, turn on the mic and let's go. <laughs> you know, so we're completely opposite in how we prep for the podcast. Um, so, but it's funny. I mean, there's been so many times. I mean, I even can tell you how many times we've been sitting ready to go. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. And Ariana's like, I'm like, are you ready? And she's like, yes. And then wait, it's like five <laughs> minutes later, man. I mean, it's like. Six, at least 60 seconds of clearing the throat. I have to go to the bathroom then it's like four to the, times. I gotta, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. I have to drink water. <laughs> this is a perpetual uh, thing with us. And um, at first I think Scott found it a little annoying because he was ready to press record and I kept delaying it. Uh, but, you know, now it's just he just looks at me and smiles. That adorable little smile is like, yeah, I'm not. This is gonna. This is going to be a minute. It's a war. <laughs> I'm never going to win. <laughs> So why go to battle? That's how I look at it. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know, despite despite a little behind the scenes of uh, reality, <laughs> which you guys, you know, never really get to see some of those 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 moments, the little nuances. Um, when we first started, we wanted to kind of provide. In our minds, we had this idea of like perfection, like this is recorded audio, it needs to be perfect. And we quickly, quickly, I think halfway through the very first episode, just let go of it. And we just decided to be real. And the more, uh, the more of an audience that was attracted to the, just the rawness of, of how we approached our episodes um, with, a, you know, a raw audio um, and very little editing. <laughs> we we also combated other editing nightmares. Thank goodness that we didn't have both a perfection in audio to edit and all of the issues that we we had to you know face. Um, I remember when we were living in the dog daycare, we would have to schedule uh, all of our episodes, all of our recording. Um, 
during certain hours or not on holidays or adjust our schedule <laughs> because there was, there, were, there was just so much noise. There was so much barking, so much noise. We've had to, uh, we've had to adjust for wind and rain, our own dogs deciding to play and bark and roll and, uh, the most insane noises, drink out of water bowls. It, it all happens while we're recording. Yeah, so Dino, um, so I'll go back for a minute. So when we first started, editing the podcast was, you know, it was just a nightmare. And, and I didn't really know how to do it that well. So we decided very early on, very early on with the format of the show, that it was an outdoor show. It's outdoors. It's about backpacking. And backpacking doesn't always go right. Rarely does it go and right. And so <laughs> we really wanted to bring that format to our audience, to where we were recording in a tent. We were recording outdoors. And, um, you know, and, and all the sounds that come along with not being in a studio. We didn't, we didn't feel like people talk all the time in this perfect monotone voice and welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we didn't really feel, I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of outdoor podcasts and they're all in studio. And one of the things we did not want is we did not want that format to be the perfect studio podcast where... I spend six hours taking out all the ums <laughs> and all the ands and all the noises. Because and I there's didn't. a lot of them, folks. <laughs> right, right. I mean, if I had to sit up and take and edit all the times uh, Dino and Caldonia started to play during our podcast and Dino doing a Chewbacca impression, um, he does a great Chewbacca impression, by the way. Um, I would We would never get the podcast out. <laughs> So we decided early on that we were just going to be raw. We were just going to tell it like it is. We weren't going to have the perfect podcast because we're not perfect people by far. Um, and uh, um, specifically, if you saw Ariane's uniform for the podcast, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a perfect world out there. Oh and we decided, no, screw it. We're not going to edit to be perfect. We're going to edit for content. And we're going to we're going to tell it like it is, you know, and that's really uh, what we've kind of maintained sometimes good, sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely we've definitely had some doozies um, in going that route. But 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 I, I, I think that, you know, you in podcasting, what we learned is. And I'm glad we stuck to it when we did is that we learned that you kind of have to stay true to who you are. And I, I think that that Scott and I, when we decided to do this podcast, that's that was the most important piece of it is because if we weren't true to who we were, the message to our audience at that time, we didn't think we would ever have an audience <laughs> would never would never correspond to something that we could truly uh, stand behind and, and, and believe in and inspire. And that was a huge portion, uh, the inspiration to, to you guys. Um, turns out you guys ended up being the inspiration to us more, I think, than we ever were to any of our audience. Oh, yeah. and Absolutely. Absolutely. And, the, you know, the funny thing is, is about the, the more feedback we got and the more, uh, the more we started doing episodes and the more we kind of made that decision we're gonna keep going yeah the more editing pressure there was <laughs> so, so i will never forget the first time we liked it in an interview i'm like i don't know how the heck i'm gonna do this but you know it all works out and again you know that's that's why we wanted to keep it so raw because um you know it's just that's just who we are and that's kind of who backpackers are you know we don't come off the trail smelling pretty <laughs> you know most of the time people don't even want to sit by us when we get off the trail so i kind of wanted to keep it uh keep it raw like that so we have kind of some fun uh 
some kind of like fun things that we put together. Uh, we started thinking about all the places we have recorded Trust the Trail podcast. And it kind of took us a while, you know, five years. And we it, it's come one, one um, single uh, common denominator uh, started popping up is that we've, we've recorded this podcast in some really weird places. <laughs> um, so um, we have recorded this podcast and we, we just talked about it in the middle of a 200 unit dog kennel. <laughs> <laughs> more units than that. What is dogs the w- barking all over the place? I mean, if you're gonna start a podcast and like, yeah, let's start a podcast. Okay, audio is everything. Where should we podcast? Ooh, let's do it in the middle of a dog kennel where they're barking 24 hours a day. Good idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> that created endless amounts of challenges. Oh my endless. god, you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> Um, so we've recorded a lot of the, lot of our episodes in that we've recorded the podcast in the middle of a swamp in the Okefenokee swamp on a shelter, not in a shelter on a shelter in the middle of, of the swamp. We've recorded it there. We've, we recorded a lot of podcasts in the tent while we were backpacking. Um, we recorded them, uh, in a tent, we recorded them. Under a tarp. A lot of them were under our tarp. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, the cool thing about it is that, um, you know, I think one time we recorded it was raining outside. So you could hear the rain, you know, hitting the tarp. Right. And um, that was fun. That was fun. That was really fun. We probably that probably hurt the earbuds. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, we recorded the podcast in an Appalachian Trail shelter. We recorded a lot of the podcast while Ariane was hiking the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. So she was actually recording it as she was hiking on the AT, which was really cool. Uh, well, some would say that it was a really, really bad idea. It, it just it proved how out of shape going uphill I was. <laughs> Let's just throw this there for, for media forever, for all time's sake. No, uh, that... That was that was an exciting, that was an exciting episode. I enjoyed doing it. Uh, you know, those that was weeks and weeks and weeks of of content uh, that was compiled together. Uh, but I but I remember there were some recordings that we just couldn't use because I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like and Scott's like, I don't. I don't think we can use that. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's just let's stick to the stuff that's a little like audible still. And um, we did a rec- we did a recording too uh, when we were in that little cabin outside of Helen. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. We did. We recorded it in there. We've uh we've recorded in Scott's dad's bedroom before. <laughs> that was unique. <laughs> hey, Dad, take a walk. We, we need to record a podcast. Whatever you do, do not interrupt us. Uh, that was that was a unique one. It was a little uncomfortable. Well, yeah, because it took thirty minutes to explain to my dad what a podcast was. <laughs> um, we have recorded uh, in the very small confines of our van. Yeah, that was one episode. I think we've talked about that before. But that was one episode where everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Did go wrong. So um, for those who had not heard this story, um, I was traveling um, in the van, um, going cross country, and I was coming. I ended up in Biloxi, Mississippi, at the Golden Nugget Casino, in the parking lot in the back because they allow camping there. Um, and so we were late with the podcast, had to get it out. And we were trying to do this through internet. And so one of us had Wi-Fi, one of us had cell service. I'm in the van. Ariane, we're doing a Zoom conference. <laughs> um, somehow the the decibel got changed. Um, the, the audio uh, got changed. And I recorded the podcast in slow motion. And so... Um, and talk about editing the podcast. Then I had to get up at like six o'clock in the morning, walk into the casino at the Starbucks and edit the podcast to get it out by seven o'clock. Unfortunately, I didn't listen to the podcast. 
And I started getting email about, hey, Scott, man, you were really drinking that night, weren't you? And I'm like, what? They're like, wow, you really tied one on there, huh? And I'm like, what? So I listened to the podcast and it was like, oh, welcome to Just the Jail. And I was like, oh my God, I sound like I'm drunk. So I started getting like sarcastic email saying, man, Scott, you really need to lay off the booze while you, while you record the podcast. I'm like, I'm in a parking lot, you know? So yeah, that was the van episode. Uh, We never did that again, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, you learn from your elders, (laughs) you learn, you learn from their mistakes. So if any of you are ever getting into podcast, uh, word to the wise, uh, we've recorded in Walmart, uh, right outside of Walmart in a parking lot in a park. Uh, We've re- uh, recorded in Moab, Utah, which was beautiful in the desert. Many, many national parks. Yeah, we recorded in Iroyal Shelter. Yep. We recorded in the Badlands. Recorded in the Smokies National Park. Uh, we recorded in the Grand Canyon in Jacobs Lake in their in their lodge. We we walked into the diner and the diner was closed. Um, and we're like, hey, can we use your diner? We have to record a podcast. And like, yeah, sure. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like course. eggs and uh, bacon with that podcast? <laughs> um, so we recorded it in there. Um, we recorded in, some of it we recorded in Tom Schwinn's van in Joshua Tree National Park. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tom, for that, for that, uh, for the use of your van. Uh, we recorded in Quartzsite, Arizona, oh, in the middle of the desert. We've recorded in Becky's car as well. Oh yeah, Becky's car, right? You know, when you're when you're doing an outdoor podcast, sometimes wind becomes a big contender and a problem for podcasting. Yeah, that's the downside of having an outdoor <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we recorded in, and yeah, so we recorded in the Sycamore uh, Wilderness Canyon. Yeah. Uh, Becky and I recorded that whole podcast in the canyon while we were hiking. I think there was some heavy breathing going on there too. <laughs> Scott was trying to climb up out of the canyon. Um, yeah, that was really cool to record there. Um, we have recorded, I can't even tell you how many countless episodes in the Airstream. Uh, and the Airstream is quite small. Um, so, um, that's always been kind of a challenge. Um, I think one of the coolest places that we've podcast before, and then this story will come up later is we recorded on the Chattooga river, uh, when we took, uh, the Bailey's backpacking, we had all the kids yeah. underneath the shelter and we're all sitting on the ground yeah. recording the podcast, yeah, that was and, which was, re- which was really cool. The audio was great. I think. Yeah, the audio was what you know with the little uh, recorder device we have, and we do need to buy a, a better um, remote recorder, um, but they're expensive. Um, I think, uh, but one of the yeah, I'll tell you what, one of the coolest things that we ever did podcasting, which I was kind of proud of, is we um, did our hundredth episode, and we went out um, during. You know the 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 trail days at Amicalola State Park in Georgia. Yeah. For their uh, kickoff, the AT kickoff, and we completely did everything off of solar. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, we had no, we did we needed no electricity while everybody else needed outlets, and they were recording the podcast indoors. Um, we were outdoors with all of the backpackers in Tent City, using solar, and going right out with all the backpackers um, during the podcast. And I, I, that was, that's one of my fondest memories of, of kind of like how, like just kind of taking it a step above right. and going out with everybody yeah. instead yeah. of being indoors. Yeah. You know, I mean, outdoor backpacking podcast, you know, being indoors just doesn't make sense to me. But um, yeah, I, I really like that. That was a very, very cool thing. So um, along with, where we've podcast, um, obviously we have, we have kind of, I don't know, we've really kind of pushed the outside of the envelope with how we podcast, and um, you know some of the some of the other things that we've done to make sure that the podcast came out on time. <laughs> 
<laughs> we care about you guys. <laughs> We've um, gone through through endless, endless, uh, endless like issues trying to get the podcast out at times, and other times we haven't. Yeah, yeah, no. Trying to get the podcast out on time has always been kind of. Um, I mean. Getting up at you know four or five o'clock in the morning to to an, to do an edit. There's been podcasts that we did, and Ariane slept on it, and the next morning said, "I it's not good enough." <laughs> Re-record. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. oh man, those conversations were fun. There were there were a couple podcasts that we did record and relinquished or had to redo. Uh, there were a couple times where we would record a killer episode. I mean, just an episode. Scott and I are so proud. And at one click of a button, it's gone. Gone forever. And we're like, oh, oh my gosh. Which means I had to do, which means I had to listen to Ariane do the pre-prep show all over again. <laughs> so I really didn't like to do a podcast over. Because if the podcast lasted 40 minutes, Ariane's pre-prep show was like, <clears throat> was like another 10 minutes so it was i never hate i never liked doing the um the uh you know the podcast again um so we wanted to kind of share too um really about you guys and the backpacking trips that we've gone on and what's worked what hasn't worked and we're going to share some behind the scenes failures (laughs) (laughs) that um that we don't some really cool stuff and some really cool stuff and but some of the things that we just um it just failed miserably and 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 while this is fresh in my mind i do want to talk about this because we never talked we you guys don't know this except for the people that came to our last trip in yellowstone um so two days before everybody now, keep in mind, I have to pick people up from the airport in Cody, Wyoming. Two days before the first plane lands, <laughs> Ariane and, and I are driving. And we have this on video, by the way. Ariane <laughs> and I are driving. We're scouting out the campground. Because you know, when, when we put these trips together, we always do like a pre pre-trip and we always scout out all the trails all the campgrounds and we always do like our due diligence and, and homework with all this stuff right so we stop at one of the campgrounds that just to make sure we looked at our campsite can we all fit because that's a huge deal in yellowstone can you all fit um and um i parked the van the van's running and i go to put it in drive and the gear shift falls into my lap. <laughs> the look on Scott's face <laughs> was if I could have etched it in stone. <laughs> the gear shift is in my lap, folks. The car is running. It shifts once from park through reverse. I'm in neutral. And I look at Ariane. Ariane looks at me. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> So I immediately go into we got I gotta get this thing like working, <laughs> and we're about um, I'd say we're about thirty minutes from uh, from Cook City where we stayed, and um, you know we're in Yellowstone National Park, and the one thing we've said this before about Yellowstone, there is no cell service. There's no calling anybody, you know? So I I took most of the dashboard apart in about 15 minutes and realized that there was no fixing this. The shift tube, it's called the shift tube. It, um, that's where you put, you park and drive and in reverse and you you hold on to it. it. It's cracked in the middle, in the middle. And there's no way to shift the car. So Ariane goes, well, what are we gonna do? I'm like, well, if you could come to the driver's seat and just put the brake on, I'm going to shift the car from the bottom of the van. <laughs> now, this is two days before a trip. So now we get up there, we, we get the car back, and one day before the trip, we are trying to figure out how Scott's going to drive this van. And we make this like little, um, we, we fix it by 
splicing the wire together and I had to shift the van the whole trip during Yellowstone from the side of the car <laughs> from inside the car but the wire was hanging from the passenger side and I just had to pull and push to shift it from drive to park to reverse and I knew I had very limited time <laughs> before this was going to break again <laughs> And but then we, it was a matter of having our guests get up underneath the car. Hey, do you mind just uh, just mind getting yeah. your head right by the wheel <laughs> yeah. for me? Yeah. So I mean, things like that. I mean, it it makes the trip when you look back at it fun. But you know, if it wasn't for um, and the one thing I will say about all the trips that we've ever done is that um, our the the people that come out, um, our guests, our listeners, they are always more than willing to step up. And solve the problem for the group, for the whole, for the whole of the group. And I think that's one of the things that's really been, um, you know, part of the community, part of, you know, what we do and what, what we try to do is that um, everybody always kind of steps up for the good of the group to make sure everybody gets to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in this case, we just uh, used Amy's car. So... <laughs> Thank you, Amy. <laughs> but, but, but it 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 was that. Um, but yeah, things that will and we we did get to the airport. We got to the airport to pick up, um, and we got to the airport to drop off. Um, now, in between that, I was driving to Ford picking up parts. <laughs> but, but. It we've, we've had some close calls, you know, the same thing for Isle Royal when we were up in the UP of Michigan, you know, two days before that trip, uh, we were stuck uh, in the the lower half of Michigan and, uh, you know, in a shop, not quite sure if we were going to make it or not. So, you know, we've had some close calls. That's all part of it. I know, meanwhile, while people are preparing and so excited and their bags are packed and they're, they've got the nerves and the butterflies and the excitement going, here we are like sweating, going, oh my God, how are we going to pull this off? <laughs> there have been some really close calls. <laughs> Yeah. In guiding. Yeah. I can't wait to go backpacking with you guys. I can't wait to get my car fixed. <laughs> so, um, and I, I think one of the other trips, um, oh my God, talk about, you just talk about a backpacking trip that, you know, we had done a, a show about calling an audible, uh, an episode about calling an audible. And it's, you know, it's one thing to say, yeah, you guys, you know, you, you know, call an audible out there on the trail. Well, we did the Sycamore Canyon and EJ came out. <laughs> Not only did we have to call one audible, we had to call two, three, four. And um, it ended up being not the trip that was planned um, at all. Um, EJ thought he was going to be backpacking in the desert. Uh, we took him backpacking in snow. So <laughs> It was the one trip where the entire itinerary... Everything on the itinerary was not met. Not a single, not a single thing. <laughs> it was an entirely different trip by the time it was over. Um, and EJ, you were an incredible sport. Oh my gosh, talk about being flexible, um, you know, with plans and being flexible uh, in the experience. And oh my gosh, that was that was very stressful planning. Well, it was, well, we faced we faced the flood. <laughs> We faced a flood. Um, we faced the snow, we, like six inches of snow. Um, none of the none of the four wheelers. Um, the national forest closed down the roads, so um, it was like every time we tried to solve a problem, it we we would just hit a brick wall. But uh, we were able to call audible, so we were still able to go into the Sycamore Canyon. We did it by train. Um, we were still able to go <laughs> hike some of the red rocks uh, in Sedona. We were able to go backpacking in Sedona in the snow. Um, I'm sure he didn't see that coming. Um, so it, it, all in all, it, it was still a great trip. But EJ was awesome, and we ended up having a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of fun. I think one of the big things, though, that we've never shared with you was the Zion trip and the. The the Zion trip was challenging in of itself because not only was Zion so crowded this year, but when we we had gotten backpacking permits, which are so hard to get, so hard to get, and we get there, and they had 
the algae bloom up in the north section of Zion, up in uh, the Virgin River. And the rangers were very contradictory on whether it was safe to go. And we'd get reports from the rangers saying, yeah, you could go. I I wouldn't go if I were you. <laughs> We're like, well, so why well, are you allowing it? What does that mean? <laughs> so because of the safety issues, uh, we decided to cancel the backpacking trip, which was was very painful to do. Um, but you know, you you gotta call for the safety of of others. If it was by myself, I probably would have gone. But you know, when you're responsible for other people, you can't do that. But we decided to say, well, okay, we're going to go hike the Narrows as far as we can anyway. And then Ariane took the group up to Angel's Landing. And what happened on Angel's Landing, Ariane? <laughs> what what happened? So there's a reason we actually haven't... Um, I don't think we've ever spoken quite in detail about what happened on Angel's Landing. So... For five years now, I have been boasting about uh, how uh, I can, uh, you know, walk on any ledge. Uh, fear, yeah, I have absolutely no fear of heights. Um, yeah, I've been boasting about that for some time, <laughs> um, and 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 for some reason, unexpectedly, I was I was so looking forward to Angels Landing. Angels Landing is one of those iconic must do knock it off your bucket list um scott had gone the day before and and was and fearful of it and in dread of it um and ended up going and just having an exceptionally marvelous time i was so proud of him i was just so completely proud of him for doing it because not only scott afraid of heights but also jill who he took was also absolutely terrified afraid of heights and terrified so you have two people terrified of heights trying to do uh, trying to do angels landing and i didn't think it was going to go well and it did and i was so excited again i'm stalling here (laughs) stalling with the truth i can tell you what happened in one word so here's the one word that really kind of dictates ariane's hike up at angels landing and the word is nope (laughs) nope it was the most affirmation I've ever had in not wanting to move forward. Uh, so I took a group. Um, there, there were three of us. There were, there were four of us in total. I, I was I was kind of leading three of them. And a couple people were like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm like, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. I had no doubt whatsoever that I'd be standing on top of Angel's Landing and just basking in the glory of this bucket list hike. I got 10 feet up (laughs) at the start of Angel's Landing and I froze. I froze For for the first time in a very, very, very long time. I completely froze and I just sat down on the trail if anybody has ever done it. Again, they, they, we have pictures and videos of all these <laughs> things. So there, there's all evidence on this. And I sat down and it is not it is not a place where you can just freeze and sit down because you have a line ahead of you and a line behind you and very little room for air in, in stepping over. Um, and I just, I froze. I froze, I froze. And it was a very affirmative, nope, I'm not going I ditched the group, didn't tell them. They look back and see me sitting there. <laughs> and they one of them comes back for me and she's like, are, are you going to go? But I'm like, nope, I'll see you guys in two hours. Enjoy the hike. I ditched the group, ditched so quickly. <laughs> I ditched. I couldn't do Angel's Landing. I had a complete, unexpected, I just... Meltdown. <laughs> But once I made the decision to turn back and not continue forward, it was a very comfortable feeling. And I was, it just kind of, it affirmed that I, I, I was never going to do Angel's Landing. It is a bucket list hike that I'm probably never going to cross off. <laughs> it's, it's out of the bucket. <laughs> that trail's out of the bucket for a hurry on. And it's, it has made no lists. There's no bucket list anymore. Oh, 
yeah, that was uh, that was hard for me to swallow. That was a hard one for me to swallow because I felt uh, I felt like I let the group down. I felt like I let myself down. And 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 I and I didn't do it. And that that was really really hard to swallow. But I, I think I think the excitement of not actually doing it was <laughs> more powerful than 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 uh you know just kind of ditching our group and saying sorry guys don't fall off don't fall off because I won't be there to help. <laughs> well, speaking of things that are hard to swallow, I think swamp water is hard to swallow too, isn't it, Ariane? <laughs> So in another epic video moment. (laughs) You know, when you go on a trip with me, you never know what you're going to get. In another video moment, (laughs) captured on video, um, Ariane went into the Okefenokee and, oh my God, it was just, it was a great trip. Um, It didn't start out. So we all, every, our whole group was ready to go. We got up really early in the morning, about 6, 6.30 in the morning. And it was about 20 degrees outside. It was really cold. And um, they were they were not a lot of happy faces knowing that <laughs> I've got to get up. It's cold. And I'm going in where? Water? It, that is in a really... boat that's got water in it? <laughs> it's really hard to do as icicles are forming. Oh, on yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, but the, the group, like, they were pushing through happy face. You could say, like, it was... Oh, they were not happy. It was... Is, is that a smile or, like, a... Um, is, uh, that doesn't... Uh, okay. Um, but the the great thing, it ended up being a very warm day, and it was ended up being a beautiful day. But the, the best part of it is Ariane trying to get out of her kayak onto the dock and um you uh you took in some swamp water <laughs> went swimming with the gators guys <laughs> i think we've mentioned this before you know it's one of those things where y- y- your guide talks to you and is you know setting you up for success and and says you know this is the one thing that you really really need to be cautious about is getting in and out of your kayak because you don't want to roll. You don't want to be in the gator infested waters and, and, you know, getting a lot of guidance and a lot of like, well, yeah, well, your guide does it. (laughs) Whatever you do, do not do as they do. And you were giving advice as you fell in. (laughs) That was the most beautiful part of it. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'm going to show you guys how to get out of your kayak um, by getting close to the dock and all of a sudden you're in the water. (laughs) I'm swimming with the gators. You're swimming with the gators. Uh, you know, that was that probably goes down as the most embarrassing moment ever on a trip. Um and more Well for you. <laughs> for the sh- some serious shock value right there. Um everybody came rushing to help. Uh, thank goodness. That was nice. Thank you guys. Uh, deeply appreciate that. As I'm like flailing, doing the one thing you should never do uh, in gator infested waters. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely, I, I, I didn't feel a gator. Uh, if I did, I'd probably put it out of my mind as though that's not, that is not, I'm not touching a gator right now. This is not happening. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a impactful moment. For both me and all of our guests. It was definitely the topic of conversation on that one. Yeah, I think, um, so You that was your most <laughs> embarrassing moment? I, think- I would have to say yes, because I knew better. I knew I was not in the right position. And they had the camera on me. And cocky old self over here is all like, I got this. I've done this how many times? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that you can never, you can never... You can never stop learning. No, <laughs> no, no. So I think the most embarrassing thing for me on um, one of our group trips or uh, is when we took the Bailey's backpacking. Um, and uh, it, first of all, we did it in a it was flooding everywhere. And I mean, it was a bad flood. We took them where along a river and um you know, although the the trail wasn't flooded, it was, I mean, it had really rained. And we we take the Baileys, who are just a wonderful family, um, all the way from eight years old to their youngest to, what was it, 15, one of the boys? Think, 12, I, maybe? Yeah, I think it was a lot. Um, you know, just a great group of, great group of kids. Um, 
So we had, um, was it four altogether, four other kids, mm-hmm. five, four, 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 four other four. kids. So uh, we, we go along the Chattooga River, and of course it's just wet, wetter than hell, right? And we, we, we get up there, everyone did great. Uh, we get to campsite, and all the kids now have pulled out marshmallows <laughs> and said, Scott, you're going to get a fire going, right? <laughs> and I was like, uh... <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I've never make magic out I've of never felt so much pressure <laughs> in my life. So that was that was ego and pride number one. So I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I, I, I'll do that. So let's go over and I'm gonna I'm gonna hang the the uh, the the rope or, or the bear bag rope and uh, get that whole thing going so we can all hang our uh, food and then later you know I'll show everybody how to hang a hang their food bag so scott goes in there by himself back in there i take my rock um try to throw it over the first branch and there's a little knot in the rope it gets stuck i can't get the damn rope out of the tree and there's a rock bag that i can't reach hanging <laughs> up there so of course i'm by myself right it's all good because no one's there and i'm frantically trying to knock this bag down with a stick and i'm trying to get this rope untangled and here comes the bailey's youngest daughter <laughs> <laughs> and she stands behind me and she's looking at me a little spitfire too okay i love her <laughs> she's she looked at me and she goes with such a soft voice she goes do you need some help and i'm like <laughs> Don't you have a cat hole today, girl? Like we're like, you know. So now, now it's like I have an audience, right? So now the second youngest comes, and she goes, "Yeah, he's trying to get the rope out of the tree." And so now the two daughters are conversing with each other, watching me trying to get the rope. <laughs> then the two boys come, then the whole family comes. So <laughs> there was no, I had lost common sense at that point. It was and all, confidence and confidence. Oh yeah, it was all about ego and pride at that point <laughs> in time. So I finally just took the rope. I'm breaking it. <laughs> um, I think that was the most embarrassing. Getting the rope bag stuck was probably the most embarrassing. That's happened to me before, um, but it just you know like I don't know. It was just funny. It was uh, very. But we did get a fire going, by the way. I did get the fire going, so I did have saving grace on that trip. And we eventually did get the rope hung. Yeah, and the food bag hung, and the <laughs> kids were able to roast marshmallows. And I was like, "Oh God, thank you." I think one of the most humbling experiences is we've had is 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 with the Baileys because the kids. Knew our podcast better than we did. They were quoting us the entire weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were saying, but on this episode, you said, blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, okay, then. And then, okay. and then they would challenge us. And they'd be like, well, what did you mean by this? And I'm like, um, can you remind me what I was talking about? And they're like, well, on episode, this is the name of it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they know their stuff. Um, and that was really, really humbling to, uh, you know, kids are, kids are, kids, kids know how to, uh, put you in a very awkward situation and humble you like no other human being on, on, in the world. Yeah. It was, it was one of my favorite trips of all the, of all the backpacking bootcamp classes, um, I've taught, um, even coming back from Chicago, uh, Peoria, Atlanta, I think that was probably one of my most memorable, um, memorable times because the forces of nature were against us <laughs> even going. Um, yeah, it yeah. was just, it was like a, it was a decision of like, do we go? I mean, it was flooding. I mean, that, that water, oh my God, was it moving fast on the Chattooga? And, you know, of course, you've got kids right next to the river. So you had to make sure that no one got close to the shore. And I mean, it was it was a tough decision, but man, did we have a blast. Um, we gave them all trail names and uh, we just had we just had the best one of the best times. So and I, I think that's, um, you know, I think that's all about uh, about going out in the outdoors. You never know what's going to happen. 
I mean, it's like one person could have one experience, one person could have another experience. Um, I.O. Royale was one where we had gone before. Prime example. Oh, my God. We had gone on that trip before and seen an abundance of wildlife. Right. Except for the group that went <laughs> in 2000. I am so sorry. Was that 2018, I think? 2018 or 19? Um, and... Um, that was an epic failure. Amy, uh, Alice, Joe, uh, um, uh, Lisa. We just, nothing. We saw a squirrel, I think, the whole time. <laughs> I think that was about it. Think, oh, and a few mosquitoes. But, I, you know, we had promised them the mecca of wildlife encounters. Well, I mean, I guess indirectly promised. So, you know, when you are so excited about taking somebody and having them experience something, you know, you do offer them an indirect promise of what that place can be. It's an island. Where's the wildlife going to go? <laughs> right. Well, they weren't I mean, you there. figured you'd run into something. <laughs> but they, that was, that was a, that was a trip in which there was absolutely no, oh my gosh. It was, and if it wasn't for such an incredible group of camaraderie and 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 people that just clicked and connected it probably would have been a bust altogether uh but uh the oh gosh the experience was amazing and that was a trip in which uh we ended up backpacking and inviting into our group uh somebody who never even signed up for the trip yeah 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 absolutely (laughs) So, <laughs> oh, we she got a trail named Stray, uh, and so we just kind of, you know, we Stray was uh, Stray Poncho, and uh, she uh, she just kind of hung with us, and uh, that was that was a trip of, of of four, and then it ended up being five, and Scott and I, so that was really and and the cool thing is we made apple pie in the back country. Uh, I mean, we had air. we had we had regular apple pie made out of a tortilla shell. You know, it's funny because the juxtaposition of our two other trips there, um, the next year was probably one of the most logistically challenging to plan uh, because COVID and everything was shutting on us. We were pretty confident that the trip was not going to happen, um, and out. Of nowhere, we were able to we were able to pull it off, and that logistically was challenging for sure, um, especially with all the COVID regulations and and just protecting our our people and making the right decision for that. But it ended up being an amazing trip, and the abundance of wildlife was incredible. It was like we made up for it for the last trip. It was it was. Nobody was on the island. We saw very few people and just the wildlife had kind of taken over and it was just unbelievably breathtaking to get to to offer people that experience. Well, it's one of the very few times that you can say that you had a whole national park and an island to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally to yourself. Um, albeit we had to take the seaplane and um, I think that trip logistically was probably the hardest trip we have ever planned. Um, only because of COVID, only because of shutdowns, and because the National Park Service didn't know what to do. So they were changing things every day. I have um, never heard a National Park say, I don't know more yeah, than Yeah, ever. yeah. Usually they have their regulation and they'll spew it out at you and they're like, this is it. And then when you challenge them on it, they're like, nope, this is, this is the regulation. For the first time ever... Isle Royal could not answer a question. They're no, like, because there's so know. many third-party people that don't belong to the National Park Service that, um, you know, that make that island work. So um, they finally came up with the decision of, okay, we're going to open up the island, but we're closing everything else down. So like, well, we can get to the island. You can get there. How? Well, that's up to you. But you, we offer no transportation to the island. So we called the crazy so seaplane. We called the crazy seaplane pilot. Hey, do you, will you drop us off on the island? He goes, yeah, sure. So, you know, when you, when you, when you tell us, um, you know, we have to find our own way to get there, Ariane and Scott will actually find a way to get there for sure. So, but yeah, I mean, all of that stuff, everything, you know, 
you know, planning trips uh, is, um, it's a lot harder than people think it is. Um, it's fun, but it's also, uh, it, there's a lot of stress, a lot of logistical nightmare, a lot of uh, things that change, um, you know, cancellations, uh, getting refunds, you know, trying to, you know, uh, book all that stuff in advance. Um, and, uh, and then hoping people that, you know, that want to go, want to go. Um, it, it is very, it's very challenging at times. And so, but, um, uh, in all the trips that we've ever done, um, I, I can say this 100% for sure that at the end of the trip, we're friends and we have met a, a beautiful group of people and we've really come close to, uh, everybody that we have gone on our trips. We, we use, um, uh, Facebook messenger um, to try to coordinate the last, you know, 15 days of the trip or, you know, before we go. And we still have all those groups active from 2018. We've never deleted one of those groups. And so we still all talk to each other. Yeah. It's really cool to have inspiration in one just small little tight knit group continue and, and last. And, and I think that For us, I think that was the most unexpected thing. And that's what kept us going as long as it has uh, and still going today is is the people we we were all when we went into it, we felt, oh, we're going to inspire others. We're going to, you know, give them relevant content, uh, education, blah, blah, blah. What we never, ever, ever saw coming is that it turned that our listeners became the only fuel and the only inspiration for maintaining the podcast uh, for five full years. And so I, I can't even thank everybody enough for even if it's one simple email or one simple comment or the engagement on our Facebook community or all those who have taken our trips and those who continue with us, the inspiration is insurmountable and you would you you'll never quite know exactly how much it's meant to us and it's it's been incredible for us to explore your inspiration back to us and i mean we've we have built a like genuine friendships and a, a growing community that has been just wow just just wow and and all of the people who continue to explore with us outside of these trips, just random occurrences. Um, we've been caving, we've been bikepacking, we've been playing in the swamp, in the boat, not in the swamp. <laughs> you know, we've just we've we've done incredible things and all outside of the podcast because of the podcast and and even to you know, Carrie, who asked us to walk the last mile of her entire Appalachian tr- th- through hike, that was just, that it was so impactful. And these are these moments that just, just wow. Well, I, I don't even know if there's an appropriate word for it. No. And, you know, like to take someone backpacking for the first time, you know, and, and things went wrong on that boot camp class. Oh, yeah. Her did. and I froze <laughs> to death. Um, and, but then to see her cross, the finish line and invite us to walk the last mile up Springer mountain, um, to the Appalachian trail and pop champagne. I'm like, wow, you went from never backpacking before to through hiking the AT, you know, I mean, that, I mean, those kind of moments you just, I mean, there's no, you just can't put a price tag on there. You just can't put, um, into words how much that is inspiring, uh, to us. And, um, you know, to walk up there with her, um, you know, with her boyfriend. And it's just, it was really, it was really a, a very, very cool thing. And, and I think at the, at the end of the day, you know, the podcast um, and the things that we've experienced, it, it's really all because of you guys. Um, it's nothing that uh, Ariana and I really do, um, but it's really about you. It's the community, the outdoor of the community that, that wants something um, something different in their lives, whether it's adventure, whether it's just uh, being uncomfortable or not wanting to hike alone or wanting to build a community of people, a group of friends, you know, whatever the reason is, um, nature has a way of bringing people together. Um, unlike any other force I have ever seen. 
um, to go out there and struggle together, have success together. You know, um, we've had people cry on the trail. I've cried on the trail. <laughs> uh, I've panicked on the trail. Panicked on the trail. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've cried. <laughs> um, you know, to have everything, to have that human experience on the trail, um, and to be able to put your arm around somebody and say, "Hey, man, it's, it's all going to be okay." But at the end of the day, like when you, when when they get off, when, we've had so many people want to quit in the middle of a, a trip or, you know, especially early on when I used to do uh, boot camp, so many people said, I can't, I can't do it. But you can do it. That's the thing. You can. And out of, I think, out of all the years, and I'm thinking like, I mean, 10 years of me doing it, 20 years of back, it's like at least 12 years since I started boot camp class for the first time, I would say one person said, nope, and they quit. Of all those people that wanted to quit, every single person at the end, when we're all sitting around, we're all getting to our cars, and we're all you know, going out to have a beer or lunch or whatever that was, every single person was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did this. And you can just see the self-confidence beaming you know, and that's guys, that's, I mean, that's both male and female. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think the most empowering thing that I've ever felt um, as a human being, and that is because of this podcast directly, and it still continues to humble me, is to watch the transformation of somebody in the beginning stages, prepping and planning for a trip, hearing all of their fears, hearing everything that they want to put a butt or an asterisk to and uh, watching the transformation of them going and doing it and then coming out on the other end, having achieved things that they never imagined they would feel or experience or challenge themselves in ways of it has been the most incredibly rewarding thing ever and i am i feel privileged as a human to get to to see that unfold right before our eyes yeah it's been a privilege doing this podcast for so, for yeah. you guys it really has it's been our, our our blessing our honor and uh you know uh the next 200 episodes um it's <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> a lot of it's a there's a lot of peeing and a lot of drinking <laughs> <laughs> they were coming to you live from a nursing home, and uh, uh, so, and I and I don't remember my name. Uh, but uh, it, you know, as as we move forward with the podcast, um, yeah, we want to do different things. I want to do different things with the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to start a YouTube channel. Um, that's going to be primarily me. Uh, you probably won't see too much of uh, Petrucci on there. <laughs> not in this uniform, you're not. Uh, no, not, me, not in that <laughs> uniform. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to take, uh, we're going to do different things with the podcast and uh, kind of expand it or see where it can go differently. Um, you know, and, uh, but, but always, we will always remain raw and we'll always remain uh, very uncensored. <laughs> And uh, very um, honest about the outdoors, and and we're still going to be putting on trips. So I would say, you know, for people that want to experience Yellowstone, we're going to be back up there uh, in the winter time. So uh, whether we do trips, snow trips, or whether we're going to put together um, probably uh, spring trips, uh, late spring trips. Uh, if you guys want to do Yellowstone, let us know. Um, and we will continue to put trips together. We know every nook and cranny of that park now. Um, and even outside the park, we know every nook and cranny. So, um, and we do know where the moose are. <laughs> we, <laughs> as we've been asked a thousand times in the park, where are the moose? Uh, we do, We actually do know where they are now. So, uh, um but yeah, we're going to keep going and, uh, you know, uh, might be a different format, might be uh, in a different way, but Trust the Trail is not going anywhere soon. So um, thank you guys for 200 episodes and five years of podcasting. It has just been uh, just been phenomenal to uh, just to get to know you guys. Um, I'm, I, I'm just we're just so grateful that you guys are our friends and, uh, uh, if, you know, just keep it going shout outs to our lovely amazing facebook members we have a blast on our group and we really appreciate 
you guys uh, posting pictures of your hikes and uh, obstacles that you've overcome and uh, things that you've been able to do facing your fear. Uh, so many times on that group, we've seen people backpacking solo for the first time, camping for the first time, uh, overcoming this for the first time. And that is just wonderful to see. Um, and of course, our patrons who help support the podcast. If it wasn't for our patrons, um, you know, we wouldn't you know, we wouldn't be able to continue the podcast as as much as we we can. So thank you, Richard Curry, Angela Salas, Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, E.J. Newell, Becky Wenger, Helene Prophet, Ted Jones, Bob Esser, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pollitt, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Gary Brucia, Shirley Nutt. Jessica Wolfen, Jordan Landcrack, Suzanne Adams, Kevin Frost, Gina Purcell. Um, of course, you know, we say this over and over again, but Patreon is a secure platform because people don't know what Patreon is. It's a secure platform that lets you support your content creators. For as little as $2 a month, you can get special benefits and exclusive content. Just go to Trust the Trail Patreon page. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon. I think we're on Facebook now, or Facebook keeps wanting us to put the podcast on there. I don't know if we're on there or not. Um, if you'd like us to put our podcast on Facebook, let us know and I'll put it on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's all of a sudden wanting to be a podcast catcher. So, um, but we've had a we've had a great time, you guys. Two hundred episodes, five years. Um, and remember, when we say this, we're we're serious. Um, the trail does give you everything that you are looking for in life so trust the trail bye you guys